Hello everybody, welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. This is the second podcast episode I'm uploading today on January 21st. The other podcast episode I uploaded was um, in regards to the Brendan Santo case, so you can go check that one out. That's just like a five-minute podcast episode with um, some final developments in that case. But today is probably the last podcast episode that I'm ever going to record in regards to the Gabby Petito case. If you've been following me for a while, you know this was the first case that I covered in my um, on my podcast here. It was the case that got me interested in missing person cases, and I covered it from the very beginning. I have lots of podcast episodes you can go back and listen to if you have not yet. Um, that cover lots of different details of that case from the beginning and how things kind of evolved. But today is kind of the final update coming out of FBI Denver. So we've all been kind of awaiting a conclusion, a final wrap-up of what their final statements were and what the kind of conclusion of the investigation was going to reveal. And so we have that today from FBI Denver. They said, yesterday the family of Gabrielle Petito met with the FBI at the Tampa field office as the investigation will be closed in the near future. All logical investigative steps have been concluded in this case, said FBI Denver Division Special Agent in charge Michael Schneider. The investigation did not identify any other individuals other than Brian Laundrie directly involved in the tragic death of Gabby Petito. The FBI's primary focus throughout the investigation was to bring justice to Gabby and her family. The public's role in helping us in this endeavor was invaluable as the investigation was covered in the media around the world. On behalf of the FBI, I want to express my deepest appreciation to the public for the thousands of tips that we were provided during the case and to our local, state, and federal law enforcement partners for their work throughout the investigation. We know the FBI opened its investigation um, on September 12th after the disappearance of Gabby Petito and upon receiving reports that she was missing from her family. On September 19th, we know the search team located the remains of Miss Petito at the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area near Grand Teton National Park, where near where she and Brian Laundrie had been together. Miss Petito was found approximately three weeks after her last known communication. The, we know the Teton County Coroner's Office had subsequently concluded Miss Petito died of blunt force injuries to the head and neck with manual strangulation. While law enforcement investigated all logical leads, the investigation quickly focused on the last person believed to see her alive, Mr. Laundrie. The following is a timeline of the investigation. The FBI investigation revealed that between August 30th and September 1st, Mr. Laundrie had used Ms. Petito's debit card without her authorization on his drive back to Florida from Wyoming. After Ms. Petito's death, there were several text messages identified between Mr. Laundrie's telephone and Ms. Petito's telephone. The timing and content of these messages are indicative of Mr. Laundrie attempting to deceive law enforcement by giving the impression that Ms. Petito was still alive. On September 15th, Mr. Laundrie's Ford Mustang was recovered from a T. Marbury Carlton Jr. Memorial Reserve in Mayaki Hatch Creek Park in Northport, Florida. 
On September 17th, Mr. Laundrie's parents reported him missing shortly after law enforcement conducted a welfare check at their residence. On September 18th, law enforcement officials com commenced an extensive search at the park of where Mr. Laundrie's vehicle was parked and did not locate Mr. Laundrie. The area where Mr. Laundrie's remains were later found was part of this search area, but the area was submerged due to recent flooding at the time of the initial search. On September 22nd, the U.S. District Court for the District of Wyoming issued a federal arrest warrant for Mr. Laundrie. The warrant was issued pursuant to a federal grand jury indictment for violation of federal statute, the use of unauthorized devices, or access to devices. On October 7th, after law enforcement made a request through Laundrie family attorney Stephen Bertolino, the Laundries provided personal effects to law enforcement, which were used which were to be used to assist in the search of the Mayaki-Hatchie Creek Environmental Park. On October 20th, after the water had receded from the area, the park was reopened. Mr. Bertolino notified law enforcement that Mr. Laundrie's parents intended to return to the park to search for Mr. Laundrie. Law enforcement officers are present when Mr. Laundrie's parents located an item in the park determined to belong to Mr. Laundrie. Upon further search of the area, investigations found human remains later confirmed to be Mr. Laundrie, along with a backpack notebook and a revolver. A review of the notebook revealed written statements by Mr. Laundrie claiming responsibility for Ms. Petito's death. On November 23rd, the District 12 Medical Examiner's Office in Sarasota, Florida released its report on the manner and cause of death of Mr. Laundrie. Their report concluded Mr. Laundrie died of self-inflicted gunshot wound. And then they went on to say the FBI thanks all of the law enforcement agencies involved, including the National Park Service, U.S. Forest Service, Grand Teton County Sheriff's Office, um, and lots of other counties that worked with them in conjunction. So things that stand out in this final, final report from the FBI is the fact that they said that there were several text messages um, from Mr. Laundry's phone and Gabby's phone, um, and that the timing led law enforcement to determine that they um, that he was using these to deceive law enforcement to believe to make them believe that Gabby was still alive when she wasn't, and then um, also the fact that they said. Um, They found a revolver um, with the notebook and the backpack. That was something we had not been aware of prior to now. It had been a big question from a lot of people of, wait, was there, you know, a weapon involved? So we found that out now. And then also, um, they, you know, saying that in the notebook, it revealed written statements by Mr. Laundry claiming responsibility for her death. Um, so, interesting conclusion to this case. Um, like I said, this is probably the last that we're going to get. I know some people want to see what the notebook looked like. They want to see the pages. I doubt that we'll see that. Um, I think this is the most that FBI is going to say. And they're going to kind of leave it at that. <sighs> And, like I said, this was what we were all kind of waiting for, a final culmination conclusion to everything. And so, I'd love to know what you think about all of this. What do you think? 
you know, if you've been following the case from the beginning when it started in September and kind of now hearing this conclusion, what do you think? Um, you know, I'm not really surprised by any of it, you know, the few new things that we heard today, I'm not really surprised by it. You know, I expected there to be some kind of a weapon that he had used in his death. You know, I expected them to find that he was the sole one that was responsible for her death. And I had a feeling he probably confessed in the notebook. Um, And so, you know, none of it is really surprising to me. But it is kind of interesting to officially hear it from FBI. A lot of people have been saying these things for a while, but to hear, like, officially that, yes, this is what we, you know, this is what the FBI determined um, is certainly interesting. So hopefully all of this information can give all the parties involved peace and they can, you know, move forward. Um, You know, at the end of the day, there's two grieving families. And you can say what you want about the Laundry family. I know we all had our feelings about them. People still have their feelings about them. What they think about the family, what they believe. You know, um, a lot of people are angry with them and think that the parents were still somehow involved and that, you know, that they're just evil human beings. But at the end of the day, it's two parents that have lost their son. And so... You know, they're dealing with that. And then, you know, the Petito family dealing with the loss of their daughter. So I hope that, you know, that some healing can happen on both fronts um, moving forward. And as I mentioned in other podcast episodes, um, Gabby Petito's family has started the Gabby Petito Foundation. And they are working to um, bring forth change in the domestic violence um, aspect and promoting domestic violence awareness and also helping other missing person cases and assisting um, where they can. I know they've been a part of other missing person cases getting involved in search efforts and talking with those families and counseling those families as they're dealing with that. So if you are interested at all in that, you can follow the Gabby Petito Foundation on social media and check out their website and see kind of um, what they're doing. And I'm definitely going to be um, keeping tabs with the foundation as it moves forward, um, you know, and seeing how I can support the foundation and really um, support Gabby's legacy. I know for anyone following this case from the beginning, you know, that's what it's always been about. Justice for Gabby, finding answers, and now we have these final answers, and so we can move forward with the information we have and work to um, help, you know, help shine Gabby's light brighter. And I think her light has already been shining so bright, you know, with so many people jumping in and helping other missing person cases and, you know, sharing information. And that's what I am trying to do with this platform and with this podcast is, you know, is send Gabby's light brighter out into the world. She's the reason I got interested in this um, mission and she's the reason I'm going to keep forward with this mission, reminding myself that this is Gabby's light. This is Gabby's, you know, 
This is Gabby's legacy, is sharing information about other missing person cases, spreading the word, and doing everything I can to try and help find answers. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at MYSHeadlines and use the hashtag MysteriousHeadlines to chime in on the conversation and let me know what you think. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening.